0: to another exciting edition of Closet Nerds. This is episode three. I am joined with Adam Bevel, of course, as this is our exciting nerd podcast. If you haven't t- tuned into the first two episodes, Adam and I pretty much recap everything and anything uh, pop culture-wise. So, Adam's on the line. Adam, thanks for being on the show
1: again. I oh, love to be here. Uh, walking, actually walking home and talking to you. So, Ooh.
0: keep me company.
1: Ooh, nice. uh, through, the, through the exciting streets of the north side of Chicago.
0: I'm um, actually walk,
1: walking away from
0: Wrigley Field.
1: So, you know, it, it feels I like I'm, I'm getting farther away from your source
0: of power. <laughs> you've, uh, you've, you've figured it out, my friend. Um, all right, so uh, let's, uh, let's start the episode off with, well, we'll first we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to get into what we've recently picked up. Uh, so that means like what exactly we're, we've been reading, watching, playing, things like that. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the new Captain America ep- er, issue that came out about a week or so ago. Uh, Adam's got some hot takes on that. We're going to talk about X-Men Apocalypse, kind of review it. I think, I think both of us have seen that movie now. And then we'll talk a little about the Ghostbusters, and then we'll get into the Netflix Daredevil a little bit, because I know Adam and I have been dying to do that finally. So we'll do that, and then uh, we might hit on some video game stuff. But um, what have you, uh, what have you picked up so far this week, Adam? So
1: I had, like, a big week. I'm, you know, kind of hit or miss uh, right now as far as, like, what I pick up. But since the last episode, I picked up, uh, obviously, the Captain America Steve Rogers 2, which we'll get into probably a lot more at some point during this. Um, And then I decided that post-Secret Wars, I was going to uh, really, like, get into... Some of the some of the new restarts. So I went into the comic book shop today and I, I, I looked around and I found uh, three titles that I, I kind of wanted to start from the beginning. Um, so I picked up X Men ninety two number one, okay, um, which
0: you know for me,
1: um, you know the the nineties X Men are just so uh, I, that's how I think of them. I and mean, I like the idea of them kind of going back and doing this book that just uh, kind of exists in the world of when when i really you know when i found the x men um and has all that and doesn't really have much of the much of the the backstory um or anything like that, it's just kind of focusing on this like kind of pocket universe of uh, of you know the the nineties x men um it's okay uh the art style is a little bit too um at least for me it's like too, uh, like Americans doing uh like anime and, and manga stuff. Um, I wish it was a little bit more cause they use like the, the Jim Lee, the live field, um, like costumes from the nineties, but it doesn't like have that, that's like the comic kind of card I grew up on. Um, but I'll, I'll probably keep checking it out. I, I, I dig it a little bit. Okay. I picked up, uh, Thunderbolts number one. Oh. Um, cause I, I like, I like that team in it's different, uh, incarnations and this one seems... Cool, it doesn't have as many big names as it, as it used to because it used to be like Deadpool and Elektra and Punisher and Red Hulk. Um, sure. but this time, this time, like, it's it's captained by uh, captained by Bucky, uh, as Winter Soldier, and then it, um, does uh, and then it's like, I think Moonstones in it, and then there are a couple other people, um. So that was all right. Um, I read that. and I like that okay. Um, I haven't read yet, but I broke one of my cardinal rules and I picked up one of the new Nova. I picked up Nova number one and people who've listened to this and know me know that I am a diehard Nova fan, but I like Richard Rider Nova. Um, And I'm very much maybe not even not a fan, but I, 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 love Richard Ryder Nova. So that loyalty is, and I knowing that the, the kid Nova that's out right now is kind of what led to his death. And the reason why he's not going to, he's kind of not going to come back. Um, but I kind of bit the bullet and I did that. And then I picked up, uh, men number one, um, from like the next, from the nineties, like the, the Rob Layfield uh, Jim Lee, uh, that, that era of uh, of X Men, I found out it's a back issue, and I, I love I love that art style and all that, so I had to pick that up. So that was uh, my pickups for the week. I also grabbed um, oh, I, I got the the new X Men Legends uh, Marvel Legends figures. that's to me today. They should be here tomorrow. So yeah, I
0: had a big week. Oh man, sounds like. How about it? you? That's a- um, I actually did not pick up any new comics or anything like that. Uh, I have been playing a lot of Overwatch actually recently, so that's the what? That's the what? what console are you on? So, I'm playing it, uh, I'm actually playing it on my computer, which, uh... Oh, is, uh, okay. It, it has been a shit time, though, because my computer does not have any type, of, any type of graphics card, so I'm really just running it on, on fumes, essentially. It looks like RuneScape sometimes when I'm playing it, but, um, I, uh... <laughs> I need to uh, I need to buy it on PlayStation Four, so that's that's the plan.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I, uh, I I wanted to get that game.
0: It's just like I don't really
1: have that many friends who play PlayStation Four. Like, cause you remember when we were in high school, like you could get a game and you'd have like eight people who were playing it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. now now it's like now it's like a little bit less. So, um, but yeah, if you ever get that, let me know. How is Overwatch? Do you like it?
0: i like it a lot actually uh, it's like team fortress 2 it's, it's like a more updated version of it uh, a little more cartoony maybe but it's more fun in my opinion yeah i so.
1: love yeah it, it looks really cool i mean the ads are all over comics right now yeah um,
0: exactly and so it, that's that's actually what made me pick it up yes i was reading it and i saw it in a comic i was reading so but yeah one of my one of my roommates plays it and i've been playing with his friends online and it's been all right but uh yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely need to pick it up for PlayStation Four so we can play. So um, beyond that, no, uh, well, go ahead. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, I'm just worried because it's one of those games that I feel like I'm gonna uh, like I'm gonna get, but I might get a little bit to it. It's like I want I wanted to play like the new Call of Duty, but it's like okay, I start now. The only people who are gonna be left playing it are gonna be like really fucking good. Like that's like when I tried to get into Team Fortress, I'm just like okay, the only people who are still playing this game are people who are, like, really good at it and understand the ins and outs. That's very um, true. That's
0: very... That's very it's like, I can't,
1: I can't get into... I watched a documentary on uh, on Dota, uh, like, professional Dota players. <laughs> I texted Nick about it. Um, but I was like, I'm like, you need to teach me. Like, I want to know... <laughs> I want to know uh, how to play this. Oh but, my yeah.
0: God. It's, a Dude, that... Dota and... Uh, and League are we. just two very addicting games, so... Oh, it but, seems uh, like it. Well, they totally are. So, but... Beyond that, uh, I finally got caught up with the Netflix Daredevil series, which I'm oh, excited shit. to talk about that later. So I'm pretty much I'm pretty much caught up. I have like two more episodes I need to watch, but I've oh, seen fuck, like, okay. the, I've seen the majority though, so I can talk a good amount of Daredevil. I'm not, okay, I'll, I'll do my best to uh, don't spoil it for me. Yeah, I'll do my best to not spoil it.
1: Uh, I'll talk as generally as I can. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what's in. I'm trying to remember what's in the last two
0: episodes, but no worries. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a synopsis of where I'm at when we get to. Yeah, it. but uh, yeah, I don't know. So I've been doing that. Mainly just been um. Honestly, I've been playing. Just mainly just been playing video games. Reading some of the comics I bought. I, I picked up a huge haul that I just hadn't really gotten through. So I was mainly pushing through some of that. torn into a couple other comics. Um, uh oh! Don't,
1: don't don't say that.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Support your local uh,
1: comic book.
0: <laughs> so, like, so I, I wanted to. I just couldn't. Uh, I So, I last time we were on the podcast, I talked about the, uh, I picked up uh, the Batman Beyond series, and I actually really like it. Um, So, I wouldn't I wouldn't picked up two more comics from them. But I was, like, I started, like, at episode, I picked, I picked up in, like, the 8th or ninth edition. So, I was, like, right. way, way ahead of the storyline. So, I wanted to go back to it. They couldn't order it for me. They couldn't find it. There's no one in the area. So, I was, like, you know, I've done my due diligence. I'm gonna go torment the shit out of these. No, comics. I. So I, I mean that's. People talk about that with music too. It's like I just dropped, I dropped like,
1: what twenty twenty five dollars on comics this week. I probably never I probably never would have gotten back into comics. I probably wouldn't read half the comics I read if I couldn't go online and. Like yeah, like I use a CBR. Like and I think I think a lot of people do. I think it's almost. I think at this point, given how into comics people are, I think it's kind of like this, it's the same thing with like music. Like everyone's into music, and people who are really into music buy a lot of music. But it's also like known that you're also downloading a lot. There's just there's just no way to uh, you know get everything, which you know I guess I guess sucks. But at the same time, it's like how much how much money have I given? Have I you know I've kept Marvel afloat for forever and i know it's like not an entitled thing but i think it i think it helps you know if the if the goal is to get art then you know uh yeah. i spread it and i support it as, as much as i can so yeah no no judgment i just i, I it's, it's been this kind of like thing hanging over i think this podcast of neither of us want to say like
0: yeah we
1: we've been we've been torrenting things for
0: comics yes I'm um, trying to think. I don't. I think that's about all I've been doing. Honestly, I've been trying to run through this Daredevil series. I'm also rewatching The Office, so I've been kind of flipping it between that. Um, I don't know. So it's been a. It's been a pretty. It's been a pretty easy week, honestly. Just with the holiday or whatnot. I was actually home for a little bit. Got sidetracked by my brothers a ton. So. Yeah, I, I missed you when you.
1: We were both home at the same time, but uh, we, we managed
0: to miss each other. I know. I know. I feel bad about it. I was actually just. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was actually just goofing with my brothers all weekend, so it was pretty fun. Yeah, oh, hey, you you do what you gotta do, man. But yeah, alrighty. So let's uh let's roll into the next segment here. What are we thinking about? Um, so the new Captain America issue came out. Um, yeah. After that giant turn that it took in the first episode or in a first our first comic, where Cap at the end of it, you know, says hail Hydra. Um, the second issue was a little bit disappointing. Uh, give me your take on it.
1: So they, um, so at the end of the last, there was, there, was, you know, there was all this controversy. we talked about it on the first episode. Uh, at the end of it, cap says, Hydra, And uh, the implied thing is that the underlying um, uh, the idea that it positioned was that Captain America had been a member of Hydra all along, mm-hmm. um, which was added a very interesting dynamic to the character. Um, it added, you know, again, it was, it was a huge controversy, but it was really cool. Um, I liked it a lot. And then um, in the second episode, or sorry, the second edition, um, they seem to because there's that uh, that Pleasant Hill thing, right? Uh, That's the name of it, where they where they keep all the bad guys or kept all the bad guys. I'm not exactly sure uh, what happened with all of that. I'm still getting a little bit caught up, but it seems like um, it has something to do with the uh, the cosmic cube and Red Skull basically going back and brainwashing Captain America into thinking he's always been a member of Hydra. Mm. Um, which, man, fuck that. Like, I, I'm so, like, at least that's what I gleaned from it. I, uh, I fucking hate that, man. Like, the, uh, you know, because it just becomes another Captain America story. It's not, there, there's then no gross to his character. At some point he and Red Skull are going to fight and then his memories will be restored and
0: yeah. it was like nothing uh,
1: happened you know, at that point right I mean, and I
0: guess there's some interesting
1: stuff with um, you know with, with Red Skull kind of warping uh, you know warping different people's minds and that kind of thing it's, it's a little bit similar to uh, kind of the, the plot of the first Avengers movie it seems like where they're using it to kind of brainwash people Um, And that kind of thing. I, unless I mean, I'll I'll buy probably the next issue unless they do something really cool with it. Though, I'm kind of off, and I'm a little bit pissed just because they had such an opportunity. I mean, one of how hyped it was. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the thing is I don't think they chickened out. I think that that was, I think that was the plan all along, and I understand that as a plan. I mean, Captain America is. One of, if not the most popular uh, characters that they have, um, he's huge with kids. They're not going to you know, turn him into uh, into, a, into a villain like that. I, I probably expected too much. Um, but it just it just bummed me out. I, I was reading it and I'm like, "I can't believe I got swindled, and I think it's also because I was really excited for him to have an actual heel turn, not a like, "Oh, he's under mind control kind of thing, which happens to so many different characters at this point
0: yeah no that's that's just really kind of lame like like you said you you pointed out in the first episode that captain america is a guy that's always been like you know goody goody two-shoes always on the right side of things you know always doing things like this or whatever being just you know the golden boy or whatever type of deal and so it was interesting to see him in a role where he wasn't just like you know the glowing definition of being like just like the perfect superhero where he was like oh he's got a little bit of edge to him now he's a little different not really sure what he's gonna do but now that he's just like it's he's brainwashed it's just like wow this has like a worse angle than like one of like the Disney Xfinity Marvel comics that we have like animated series it's just like okay this is so stupid so just sad because like you said it could have been really interesting and it could've, they could have delved into something that hasn't really been seen in the Captain America comics but instead they were just it's just kind of a lame cop out now you know
1: yeah, I think, um, uh, what was I, I going to say?
0: Like, I mean, there, there's definitely some, I mean, they
1: could keep him, I mean, they may keep him bad for a significant amount of time. Sure. Um, which, you know, again, even if he is, um, even if he is not, um, what was I going to say? Um, even if he's, like, just brainwashed, like, it can have a very, because right now it doesn't seem like everyone really, knows what's going on and it's kind of weird in the sense that like because what, what i'm gathering is that like Thunderbolt number one is taking place after captain like they're like all these number ones are taking place at like different points in this ongoing story about pleasant hill which i still don't quite understand mm. um but i think uh i don't know i'm just I'm bummed because I, I mean you know I was I was really excited about that. I mean there's definitely some some cool stuff that can happen with him being a villain, but he's not a villain. He's he's not like acting out of his own accord. He's acting like okay he's been brainwashed, which means they can always reset. Yeah, um, which I mean they could always reset to begin with, but now they can they can really reset with that. I'm bummed on that, but. You know, it is what it is. I'll I'll read it for a little bit longer to see if they you know, maybe they I mean again they have they still have the opportunity to do something cool with it, um, but it, it just seems like they're kinda of setting up for okay, twelve issues, a fight. He may get killed, but he'll be bad. It it just doesn't seem like it's a very interesting character twist. Um and especially I don't know. Maybe it's good that they said it right away, but they didn't even, you know, let us have a story where he's a bad guy for a while, and then we find out like, oh, he was under mind control the whole time. Like, we can't even. I'm not sure if it's good or bad that we uh, we don't even get to, you know, have the to be duped for a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's true. Actually, just a little, a little disappointing. Kind of annoying. Could have been fun. Could have been a fun thing to to listen to, to read through. So.
1: Um, I mean, it, it, it could. It could. I mean, he could become a cool villain,
0: but it doesn't have the same oomph as.
1: They could do cool things with him as a mind-controlled villain.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't think that it doesn't have the same oomph as like, oh, this guy's been bad all along.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm there with you, man. I'm definitely there with you. God, I hate. I pulled up. I pulled up Nerdist's website to like, uh, read this Power Ranger thing. And uh, they just like autoplay their videos, and it just drives me insane. I couldn't pause them, so I gotta pause. But rest assured, people right. in the podcast audience, I was able to pause the Nerdist it- video. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the next topic here. We've got um, what were we talking about here? The next one was no, not Ghostbusters. X Men Apocalypse. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think we we both probably ended up at Ogden yeah. uh, six this, this week. Yeah. Um, to, to watch it and. I know I had my thoughts. What do you think?
0: So um, one of my roommates here is a really big X Men fan, and he kind of hyped it up for me, and I was a little nervous because I, um, I really, uh, you, I think you texted me saying you rewatched Days of Future Past, and you said it didn't hold up, it wasn't as good as you thought it was, and so I was like, ah. first, but it, it, it's still good. I, I watched First Class
1: again, yeah. and for uh, the first time in a while, and it does. I'm just uh, more and more. I'm noticing just the movies are just too long. Yeah, I think I think a lot of these a lot of these like big action movies like could just do well with a with a tight hour and a half hour forty. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: whereas like the two and a half hours, like okay, do we really need another training montage? Um, I thought I thought for I think First Class, Days of Future Days of Future Past, and X Men Apocalypse as like a trilogy are all in the b range i think as, as a sum of all their parts like there's, there's some good stuff in them, but we'll, we'll get into we'll get into the a little bit but yeah what
0: do you think of it so i um i i liked it it was a good it was a good marvel movie good x-men movie um probably like you said a b is probably pretty pretty solid there i'd say it's maybe a little above average but for the most part i wasn't like oh this is so great oh i'm so glad i came to see this i was kind of like you know this is cool but uh, i'm glad i waited till ogden six to go see this movie which uh, for those of you who yeah, don't know, it. ogden six is like the three dollar movie theater in naperville so um <laughs> yeah i think i've seen almost every x-men movie there i've seen almost half the movies i've seen in the last two years have been in, have been at ogden six so. oh oh absolutely <laughs> like
1: that's just, that's just the way to go yeah. and, and as far as speakers go i love that i actually i went to go see the conjuring too the night before and it was like it was great um but yeah i love that theater uh yeah shout out dog and six but yeah definitely the whole time i was watching it i'm like i would feel very different if between like i spent like 30 dollars between like you know popcorn drink and uh and ticket you know to, to see that to see this whereas you know i think I, I think i came up to like i had some like points like you know it comes up to like 10 bucks for the whole for the whole experience yeah. it, was, it was about a 10 dollar experience um compared to the other one that seemed to be the least uh, um period piece one yeah because you know because it's it because the the brian singer movies have all or the the last Uh, three, uh, First Class Days of Future Past and Age of Apocalypse, um, all took place in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, respectively, and First Class and Days of Future Past were very much like, ooh, it's the 60s, or ooh, it's the 70s, and this one was set in the 80s, and this one seems to be the least, uh, the least kind of interested in doing the the period piece
0: uh,
1: of all of them, uh, which... You know, for for
0: better or worse, you know, it was okay. Yeah, I did like, uh, I did think Days of Future Past did a really cool job of flipping between the uh, the current like the current time and the '70s. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I thought that was, great. I thought they did a fantastic job of that. But yeah, Apocalypse, like some parts were like, oh yeah, I've seen that car before. That's an '80s car. Or, like certain things they nodded to. There's some ads in the background of some fight scenes. But for the most part, it was pretty much just like we're in this like. I honestly feel like they they wanted to keep it close to like the name of the actual supervillain apocalypse and just make it kind of look like a dismal shitty beat the shit city that you know really had nothing going on with it it's yeah like a gray undertone so um which if that was the case fantastic it was a little dull and i think it would have been cool even just to have like i mean like it would have been funny if like the fucking like what's the car from back to the future i can't th- i don't know how i'm forgetting this yeah. yeah
1: they could have i feel like i feel like they could have used it a little bit, just a, just a little bit more. Just for
0: like humorous uh, co- humorous parts would have been funny if a Delorean like flew by in the middle of the scene or something like that or like something like that just to show like oh we're in the eighties by the way just you know as a nod to it but you know especially since it was yeah. such a it was such a crucial part in these last two movies and then just to kind of not really do much with it was just kind of like well how important is it that this is in the eighties then so uh, I don't know yeah
1: I, I think. There were because like they've they've done these as like back they've done these as like backdrops to like major world events. Um, I think and uh, again this is going to come out the history nerd in me, but I, I love the I think the war in uh, the 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 Soviet Afghanistan war is such a like yeah cool underappreciated or not like under undermined uh, like source for for cool things in, in history. I feel like they could have done something there or it's just. I don't know, it seems like they had this, this whole, like, this 80s, like, even the, um, even that Wolverine, um, Wolverine, uh, origins, like, they had, like, Claus the Three Mile Island not meltdown. Um, or, like, you know, they, they just did, like, cool things like that, and I'm, I'm a sucker for, for stupid shit like that. Um, I thought Oscar Isaacs was was good, um, I, I thought he was great as Apocalypse. I think that and the costume wasn't bad. I just think they could have done it better. I wish that he looked a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Like, I've seen some really cool like cosplay of, of Apocalypse, and I feel like they just could have made him like bigger and robotic looking. Um, yeah. So, but he he was alright. Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lawrence was insufferable. She just in that though. I could. She's so bad at it.
0: She's just not a very good mystique. I don't know. No, and, like,
1: it's very obvious that, like, she's not even mystique most of it.
0: Yeah, it really, it really it really was just, like, they, like, were, like, oh, by the way, Jennifer Lawrence is in this movie. It's, like, ah, oh, oh.
1: And what does, the, the, the weird thing was, like, when they're going to, uh, when they're going to that fight, like, the main fight at the end, it's, like, what does she bring to the table, really?
0: Yeah, like, oh, she's now, what? like, wait, like, she's going to trick Officer Isaac into thinking she's, like, some fucking, you know what I mean? Like, what is, like, what's the goal, you know? I mean, and, and
1: I guess I mean, and, 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 which given like all that apocalypse is, but uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty good. I, uh, it just, it, it felt very much like you know, like it didn't have the charm that the Marvel movies have, um, and it, it felt like that, that I should say that the the Marvel the Marvel Studios movies have. Um, but I, I I liked it. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't super upset with it. Um, I thought that, um, the girl who plays Jean Grey was fantastic. The girl from, uh, yeah, girl from Game of Thrones. I thought the guy who they had for Nightcrawler was great. Scott Summers was great. I thought they did, um, I thought they did Angel slash Park Angel really well. um, you know, Olivia Munn for Psylocke was, was fine. I think a little bit underutilized. I thought the girl that they had for, um, uh, what is it? For Storm was great. Yes. Um, I've really, seen. really like my only, yeah, really my only, uh, my only complaint would have been, uh, was Jennifer Lawrence because they kind of anchored the movie to her. Um, but I, you know, it had some issues, but I really liked, um, thought Magneto was great. I thought, um, mcavoy was, was was great you know it, it's it's very well cast um oh, yeah. i just think that it it's not the best uh you know it was just a solid b um and then it, you know it comes into question like what are they going to do uh also also that wolverine scene was really tacked on but that movie felt long it felt like there were yeah. there were parts of that movie that they just kind of added like they could have cut out that whole um the whole alkali lake scene that felt like a that's felt like a deleted scene uh or should have been deleted because i felt like it kind of just like it's like okay they just did this so they could show wolverine
0: yeah um, they, the wolf, the entire i wasn't even i didn't even know hugh jack was in this movie i didn't even know they were gonna make a nod to wolverine and uh and like they did all that and i was just like well that seemed very forced
1: that seemed really like i liked it because like he looked
0: just like how he
1: looks in the comics when he escapes Weapon an axe and like they, yeah. they, got the, they got the suit right. I mean, he's a he's a great Wolverine. I think that uh, that's one of the things. Like, I'm kind of because he's he's nearing the end, and I think he's one of the few. Like, you know, since this really got started, he's one of the few characters who's like all he's. I actually, he's probably only superhero who has been the same actor um, for 20 years now. Because mm. uh, you know, McAvoy has been McAvoy, and Patrick Stewart have both been. Uh, have both been uh, what's their name? Uh, Professor X and you know Ian McKellen and uh, Fast have Ben Magneto. Uh, it's just you know he's like been the only constant. I am going to miss him. Uh, so it was it was nice to see him, but at the same time that seems up really tacked on. But the question I think that comes up now is like what's the future of the X Men franchise? Um, yeah. Are the rights going to stick with are the rights going to stick with Marvel or are they going to stick with twentieth 20th century fox how do you feel about that what, what do you what do you want out of that
0: i mean i'd be interested to see what marvel has for uh like in, for an x-men story i think that'd be really cool um i don't see fox relinquishing the x-men titles though just because i don't know they've had some they've had some mild success and pretty decent success with their titles and i feel like they feel like they're doing an okay job with x-men but, I mean, of course, I want them to. I want Marvel to get, a, to get a hold of them because I think they'll do a great job. It'd just be cool to see some of those X-Men characters roll into the MCU. It'd just be really cool. But uh, I think Fox might hold on to it as long as they possibly can. So, we'll
1: see. Yeah, because I, I don't think Apocalypse... I know it wasn't a critical success that they wanted. Because, like, First Class came out, and people loved that, and it did really well. It, like, revitalized the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that... Uh, I don't think uh, Apocalypse did as well as they wanted it on either of those fronts. I don't think it was like a, a flop the way that Batman vs. Superman was, but I don't think it did that well. Um, but I, I think they want to hold on to it just for the sake of Deadpool. Yeah. Because Deadpool, Deadpool did gangbusters for them. Um, so what I would like to see is I guess, I guess there are two options. Um, part of me would really like to see, uh, cause now, okay, they've done the eighties and you know how I feel about nineties X-Men. Um, <laughs> yes. I would love for them to do a night, a nineties X-Men movie, Um uh, with, you know, the Jim Lee, the Jim Lee costumes. Cause they, they have it cast as far. Like they, all they need is a uh, rogue and gambit. And then whoever's going to play Wolverine, but they have all, they have all the characters now in that universe. Yeah. Uh, they have all the characters in that universe and like, do just like a very like early night, you know, yellow costumes, um, really kind of lean into it. That's, I think that if, if Fox is going to keep it, um, that's how I would, uh, that's how I would do it. Um, you know, cause you've got that set up and and do the, do the period piece again, but I've heard that singer kind of keep it, uh, a trilogy. Um, but you know, do a nineties X-Men and do a kind of a X-Men, Uh, maybe kind of like a retread of of the first movie almost where it's like, okay, X-Men versus the brotherhood, um, the brotherhood of mutants. And like, you know, really, really kind of go out there with the costumes and that kind of thing. That would be, that would be if Fox is keeping it, my little dream would be for them to do like a very nineties cartoon and style X-Men. If it reverts to, I don't think that they'll revert it to Marvel. Um, in my ideal world, they would revert most of the X-Men characters to Marvel and keep Deadpool because um, I'm doing an okay job with Deadpool. Um, give them like Deadpool and Cable and Domino, like characters sure. that they that they need to do like like minor characters that they're never gonna get. Because the thing is, like Deadpool's universe of characters is really made up of kind of minor characters that I don't think they could, even if they started, even if cause they have to start from the beginning with X-Men if if uh, Marvel gets it back. Yeah. Characters that they're never going to get to. And even if they get Cable, if they even, like, Cable is, Cable is, like, as much as I love that character and the Apocalypse storyline and everything that they, and, and the Strife storyline and, and everything that they bring, like, that's where X-Men get really fucky with timelines. Um, so, like, if they could do a thing where... They allow, um, like Fox is like, okay, well, we're gonna give you Wolverine because you got to recast. We got to recast Wolverine anyway. We're gonna give you all these characters. Keep most of the actors that they had because I thought most of the actors that they had in, in Apocalypse were were great. Um, keep them as, as the characters. Sure. Oh, I'm not sure how they. I'm not sure how they'd write in mutants, um, but you know, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they'd find a way. It seems a weird thing to like. Oh well, now there are these things, um, but. Yeah, I, and then just give uh give Mar- give Fox, you know, Deadpool and Cable and all of these um you know kind of new mutants char- characters that are just never going to really come into play in you know in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just let them let them go wild with that. That would be that would be my ideal. Um if that's not to happen then I definitely want a ni- a really just 90s X-Men movie. Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't
0: I don't, I don't like you said. I, I don't see them getting rid of or uh, relinquishing X Men now or anything like that. Especially since like Deadpool doing so well and Deadpool really going hand in hand with the X Men universe. So especially when they made the nod to uh, Charles Xavier School in Deadpool. So right. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the Deadpool. I think Ryan Reynolds just actually posted a picture up on Instagram yesterday. of Deadpool number two. Do you see that by chance? I did not. It's a picture of it's like a bathroom sign with uh, mm-hmm. the men's bathroom, and it's got like the handicap logo. And it's clearly Deadpool. It says men, and he drew he drew an X next to X Men, and then he made the man look like Wolverine, and he put an X in the wheelchair circle <laughs> for the Oh, guy the how quirky. How, how quirky! I know, right? And and ran and and random.
1: Um, but yeah, no, like, I mean that. I mean, we can talk about bad movies sometime
0: yeah. um, we'll on another time. podcast.
1: Well, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so X-Men Apocalypse, I would say, again, X-Men Apocalypse, Brian Singer, X-Men movies, he's done a good job, I think. X- I mean, with any of this, if it wasn't for uh, X-Men 1, I think X was still a fantastic movie. Uh, First Class is, is really good. So he, he's made five X-Men movies, all of which are... I would say in beatness range. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but if he's not going to come back for it, I'm not sure. I mean, Fox, it seems like they're kind of milking it. They don't really care. Um, but, you know, I would hate to see X-Men turn into Fantastic Four when they could just, cause it, obviously was obvious they want to keep doing Deadpool and let them keep doing Deadpool. Oh yeah. Um, but, uh, and just let them borrow some of the characters or whatnot. You yeah, well, i feel like they could work it out if they wanted to um i think that'd be the kind of the best the best thing for it
0: i uh, i don't disagree with you on that one. i could see it working so all right let's all right what's the ghostbusters you sent me a link a couple days ago from a uh, someone that just who does review movies and said he's not going to review um uh, the X or the uh, the new oh, Ghostbusters,
1: Ghostbusters movie. Oh, I sent you the the something awful article that was like making. There, there's some I can't remember what it, what his name is. Some some movie reviewer on James, the internet's like I'm not gonna James I'm not Rolf. gonna review I'm not gonna review the new
0: James Rolfe or something
1: like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna review the new uh, I'm not gonna review the new Ghostbusters because reasons um you know standing standing against you know this thing you know i'm not going to go to this movie that i probably see for free and will probably hate yeah. you know because i i'm committed to hating it and th- i sent you the something ar- awful article which i thought was i, w- I was laughing my ass off funny. um but yeah let's let's talk a little bit it's not out yet um but let's talk a little bit about the new ghostbusters are you going to see it or are you staunchly against it or you know how do you feel about
0: that um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be good, to be honest. It seems like a really, like, forced kind of Ghostbusters movie. Um, I do like – I mean, I I do like some of the characters, and I like Kristen Wiig. I do think um, – I don't know, like – I don't hate – who is the woman? The, oh, Jesus. How am I forgetting? Kate McKinnon? No, I, I don't mind Kate McKinnon. Who is – the, the bigger woman, she plays Molly on Mike and Molly. Oh, uh, Christine McGrath or McCarthy or something like that? It is something McCarthy. Something, something McCarthy. Something McCarthy. I'll Google it. But I like I like her. I don't mind her from time to time. Uh, so, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. It's probably a movie I'll, I'll see. Melissa McCarthy, that's her name. She, she's from... Yeah, she's Melissa from McCarthy. from Illinois, actually. Um... Yeah, fun fact i I don't, I don't mind it it's probably something i'll go see probably at in six but uh i'm not like super stoked for ghostbusters and to be honest i was never a big ghostbusters guy i do like those movies and i remember seeing them when i was younger and being like yeah that's funny that's cool i like bill murray um but i was never like oh yeah ghostbusters does my shit you know what i mean never been a big, big ghostbusters guy so what what about you I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. Were, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the the first the first movie, the second movie
1: is the PC. Yeah. Shit. Um so one one of the things one of the things that that our, the the joke article was, was saying um on something awful was like, Oh, we've already had there's already been a movie that was like, Well if Ghostbusters was shitty and that's Ghostbusters too. Um, and yeah, Ghostbusters two isn't very good, the video game wasn't very good. Um, you know, it's not this kind of unimpeach it's not like, oh well they've done all these great things and now this is going to be the one that makes Ghostbuster shitty. Um, I want it to be good. Like, I don't understand why people want a movie to be bad. Um, you yeah. know, like it's like, why would you sit there? It's like, man, I'm, I've never seen that where people are sitting back. Maybe, maybe in the Chocolate Factory remake, it's like people just actively want this movie to not be good and I don't yeah. understand. that. It's like, why, why would you want, it's like, it's like Oh, if this is good, what does anyone lose? Um, I'm not against the concept of an all-female Ghostbusters. Yeah, I do but um, I think that the, the, the talent that they have in it is fantastic. You've got three Saturday Night Live live either current um, or alumni, and then uh, uh, Melissa McCart- McCarthy. M- Most, M- yeah, Melissa McCarthy. I think I think the I think the uh, I think that the cast is great. Um, I think that you know, in order to do this, they had to put it in the right hands. The first trailer that they put out was really yes. bad. Um, from just a, from just a trailer standpoint, like you know, there are even movies like, you know, movies that aren't good can still have good trailers. Um, there, there's this poor, there's such thing as just a poorly put together trailer. Uh, I mean, I love the first Ghostbusters because it's kind of in what I consider the golden age of movies um, from about nineteen. 19- from like the mid 80s to the mid 90s where you started seeing blockbuster movies after Jaws and, uh, and Star Wars. They start, you know, uh, com- movie companies started and studios started making people a lot of money and the effects got better and better, but they couldn't do everything. So you had this really great sweet spot um, of like 10 to 15 years where Writers still had to like it couldn't be everything in their imagination, but it was slowly catching up. They had the money to make a lot of this great stuff, and then you had really good movie writers. So you it, during the time you get um, movies like uh, Gremlins and Terminator Two and Aliens and Jurassic Park and um, I mean I, I could go I could go on and on um, really so where and Ghostbusters I think is, is one of those movies and it's Bill Murray at the top of his air. Uh, Maybe the only movie that he's better in, I would say, is Stripes. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's it's great. I think that if this movie fails, the the problem that I just see with it is a lot. Of the way that I feel about a lot of big blockbusters is they just don't have a lot of personality because computer effects seem to be kind of because when you when you go see like an old movie like Stan, like a, a movie that Stan Winston was doing yeah. had its own it had like its own personality if he's doing the effects behind it in a movie that. Jim Henson was doing. It had its own personality behind it. I feel like the way that computer effects are done now, um, and I saw this in movies like Civil War and um, but Civil War and Batman vs. Superman, a lot of the effects feel the same. So I think if Ghostbusters Ghostbusters movie, and I don't want to go see a movie and have a bad time. I I want this movie to be good uh, more than anything, and I, you know, the idea of rebooting Ghostbusters with all women, it's like they're gonna reboot it with all men. It's like what? What the fuck? Like I don't want to watch Anthony Jeselnik, you know, <laughs> do it either. either. Like it's not. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not like you know, like Anthony. I mean, like who would they get? Like Anthony Jeselnik. I mean, I mean I'm Anthony Jeselnik and Frank Calienda. It's like what the what the fuck yes. is this? I mean, there could be again if I'm casting it like off the top of my head. Like, okay, if they got Andy Sandberg, John Mulaney, you know, they they could make a, they yeah.
0: could, uh Donald Those, Glover or you know, or, uh, got me like peak my interest already.
1: Yeah, that, I mean that could be cool, but I don't think the problem is casting. No. I think the issue is, I think the issue is, uh, for me, it's just, I don't think the, the, effect, the everything I see from it. It just to not have. I saw a trailer for it when I went to go see *Kang Mutant Ninja Turtles*, which looked better. I think it just it lacks. I think I think it's a bigger issue where I feel like, um, effect, as effect heavy as that movie is going to be, it doesn't seem to have a lot of personality yeah. in its effect.
0: The one the one plus uh, I think that movie is going to have for it is that it does help that three of the four of those cast or those members are actual cast members on SNL, and Melissa McCarthy is a great like improviser herself. So I do think like a lot of those lines, like of course it's a, it's a big studio movie, so they're going to run through a bunch of like, you know, thirty minute sessions of just ad libbing stuff just because they have the people to do that. But I think. It also helps that like all four of those people are gonna have great chemistry, so that could give it a little bit more personality than some other movies. But yeah, well, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and I mean if you if you look at it on paper, like the yeah. cast is better. Yeah. I so, should I should say the cast is more because what Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray were both. They were
0: the, yeah, and that. they were, and they were two big. They they were the two big names, and then everyone loves Harold Ramis in right, that movie, but. And Harold Ramus was Remus was great in it,
1: but like Ernie like as far as as far as this goes, you have four people who, all of whom have like really big chops. I don't think Ernie Hudson had been
0: in uh, much. anything. He was really, um, really minor. I right.
1: Mean. So I, I think, you know, the worst case scenario, it's it's a bad Ghostbusters movie along with Ghostbusters yeah. too. So Best case scenario is that it's really good. And I think the issue, though, is that even if it's good, no one's going to admit it's
0: good. Yeah, and the thing that bothers me is I feel like a lot of people are going to put it on, like, oh, well, it was women in Ghostbusters, blah, 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 everyone hates women. It's like, well, no, that probably had some hint into it, but, like, this movie still sucked. And, you know, or, like, even if it is good, like you said, it's like, well, no, it's not because the women are in this movie. You know, that's that part is probably plays a little bit into it, but it's the fact that, you know, fans are being stubborn and want to see Bill Murray again
1: in this well, movie. How good was How
0: good was *Bridesmaid*? *Bridesmaid* *Bridesmaid* is,
1: is hilarious. Right, and I think it's a lot of the same people. So I'm a, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about it. If I if I go and I see it, it's like if I go if I pay to go see a bad Ghostbusters movie. Okay, I've seen two bad Ghostbusters movies in my life. It doesn't ruin the first one, no. and there's been a lot of like. You know, Star Wars was basically rebooted. I mean, we don't want to say it, but it was rebooted. This yeah, year.
0: That, that movie is um, that's new, that's a new hope. It's a new hope. Yeah, it, it reboots
1: the series, and, and Hannibal rebooted that series. And, like, there have been some good reboots. There have been some shitty ones, but, you know, again, I, I want nothing more than for that movie to be good, and uh, I am going to be... <laughs> I uh, I'm not going to go into it, being like, okay, I'm going to ignore whatever sins it is. But I, I think the whole the whole outrage behind it is fucking stupid.
0: Yeah, no, that part uh, being me. being outraged
1: about a movie that you, I mean, it's it's the same thing when people like pick out on a on a certain character in a trailer as like, oh, this is racist or this is sexist. And I'm not saying like, okay, that character can't be racist or sexist, but from a trailer, or from a concept, you're going to go, this whole thing is X. You haven't seen the whole. I'll wait till I see the movie and, and decide whether or not, uh, whether or not it's, it's good or bad. You know, the trailer might've been bad. It doesn't make the movie bad or this character's portrayal in the trailer may have been racist, but it doesn't make the character racist, that kind of whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to wait and see.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm there with you. I, like I said, I'm not a giant Ghostbusters fan. I won't be upset if it isn't great. I will, you know, I'll, I won't be ecstatic if it's fantastic. I'll just be like, yeah, awesome, cool movie. It's probably the, my the about as excited as I'll get about it, as sad as that is. So, but.
1: I mean, it, it can't be as, as bad as Suicide Squad, which I'm even going to walk into wanting to be... I would love for it to be a good Suicide Squad movie. I don't think anything I've seen has indicated that it's no. going to be. But, uh, you know, I definitely think that, uh, that, that Ghostbusters... You know, I, I'll watch it and if it's good it's good and if it's bad it's bad Lord knows I've watched enough fucking bad movies and like actually, it's like what your palate is so refined like if you I see one bad movie it's like how many bad fucking like, you probably watch The Walking Dead you piece of shit <laughs> like you probably you probably watch you probably love The Big Bang series love like, The Big Bang you know, <laughs> you know uh... yeah, that, that's, the, that's the thing that, that's the thing that fucking pisses me I Like people who are like so like art purists it's like man you watch the worst shit like you, you, I, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I won't go on and on about it, but it's, it's, you know, it's the people who go fucking see. It's the same people who love, you know, what I guess I would consider. I, I think it's kind of universally bad art.
0: Sure.
1: Um, but like, it's like what? What's a, what you saw a bad movie? Does it? It's not like, okay, well, if we're gonna make a new Ghostbusters, we have to erase all copies of the old ones. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's still there. So yeah, and, and Jurassic World was a reboot too, and that was. I crazy.
0: like that a lot.
1: So, yeah, I'm just gonna again. People are jumping the gun. So anyway, not a Ghostbusters talk for a movie that's that's not even out.
0: We got we got about a week. It's got about eight more days. Comes out on the fifteenth, so a week from tomorrow. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the last topic we have is Daredevil. Um, okay, so you're you're into it. You're you're almost done yes. with it. So the last episode I saw, I think was when frank threatens uh fisk oh okay so he's been he's been has he gotten out of jail yet i believe he's out of jail now yeah he's out yeah he's out of jail he uh mm, fucking froggy and uh matt just got just like decided to go separate ways or whatever
1: Right, and all this stuff is going on with Alexa and the Hand of God yes. or whatever yeah, That
0: that, that part is super confusing to me. But yeah, so like I've got, I think I've got three more episodes left. I thought it was only two, but I'm looking right now. Looks like, because there's 13 episodes. I was on episode, I'm about to start episode 10. So technically I think I have four episodes left. But um, the first thing I want to say before we even get into this, I fucking hate Foggy. Like that guy's such, ah, oh, he fucking annoys the shit of me. See, I oh, lost him. I need to say that. I, I think need to he, say that. I mean I
1: I I love that I love that character I love the way that because ultimately one of my issues with this season and it's like something they didn't learn from is they they like doubled down on the worst part of last season which was like this mystical ninja shit yeah that part was stupid
0: very CW yeah
1: yeah, which wasn't a good part of the last season the best part of the last season was like this courtroom drama um, tied into this superhero, the superhero thing, and uh, but it's like, and then there was like that weird mystical ninja shit. I'm like, man, I hope they just kind of let this go for season two. It's like, hey, guess what? Uh, the courtroom drama stuff is going to be even better, but we're also doubling down on the stupid ninja. Yeah, thing.
0: they really, they really just went uh, for it with that, and I just don't get. Like, maybe it's maybe it's going to help them bring in Iron Fist. Is the only thing I could think of through all this, but I was just like. Oh, this is so stupid.
1: Well, well, yeah, because Madame Gao uh, plays another part in that is like a, I guess, an Iron Fist villain. Uh, I'm not super familiar with yeah, Iron Fist, but uh, yeah, I like, I like I think, I think at the end of this season, uh, Foggy and oh, I'm blanking on the girls, name. blonde
0: chick, yeah,
1: yeah. She, I think those two characters end up being way more likable and way more really? engaging, and even the Punisher. To an extent than, I mean, and you haven't gotten to the end of it, but I think, I don't think that there, there's, like, no, like, real rapid change. Matt and Electra's whole fighting the hand, or the, it's the hand, I wanted to say the foot, I'm like, no, foot's Ninja Turtles. Um, that, to me, just came off as, uh, that it's, like, it's like, why are they doing this? Like, the much more interesting thing is, the Punisher and and this and the and the crime that's going on with it and I think courtroom yeah. stuff with him uh, is great. Uh, I have you know I love the I've been very open that I love the Punisher, but I have a lot of problems with him as a character. I think in the modern in the modern yeah. world, uh, and and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but I thought this season was was fantastic. Um, I I'm very excited for Luke Cage. Um, I think that the TV you're
0: not. You're not excited for no, Luke Cage? I said, I said yeah. I said yeah. No. I, uh, did you watch? Did you yeah, watch? Yeah, Jessica no. It down? I, I, I like Luke Cage's character. I think he's awesome. I've like, I've always been a big fan of Cage.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I, I, as long as it because I watched a couple episodes, like a couple of like clips of fights from the Flash show, fucking sucks. Dude. I don't know why any like I, I, I'm watching that. Like I watched like the fight between like King Shark and like Gorilla Grodd. I'm like, this is. This is terrible, and that was one of the things I didn't like about Jessica Jones. Is like, and one of the one of the things that they did really well with that show, until like the last few episodes, like, oh, these people are superhuman, so we're not going to have them get into these like punch fights. They're just going to like they're just going to chop people, or just, like knock them out, or they're going to avoid a fight. Um, but with uh, with like there was that there's that one episode where, where Luke Cage and, and her fight. And I was just like, I'm like, this
0: looks like fucking Power Rangers, man. This sucks. Power Rangers, another, another um, thing we have to talk about another time. But continue. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, so yeah. So what do you think of it? How do you how do
1: you feel uh, about it?
0: About Jessica Jones or about this, this season. season? Oh, this season's been cool. This season. No, this been season. Cool. I liked it a lot. Um, there's just been a few things. Um, the one thing you've, I've noticed and you hit on it a little bit is uh, is Matt's character is becoming a little less interesting, and I think part of that was um. The first season, they did such a really good job of just building up his character and building up him becoming the Daredevil to even not even showing like the actual costume until like the last episode, second to last episode, really. And so I just thought um, I um, that's the one thing I've been a little disappointed is Matt, Matt, Matt Murdoch's character hasn't really gone anywhere other than now he's Daredevil. And also he's trying to like make his business work.
1: He's not like a super he, he's, he's got a, he, there's a depth to him because he's like the Catholic guilt yeah. superhero he's like he's like mr Guilty conscience um and he, but he's also like kind of a woman there uh, in the comic at different times and uh, i don't I, I I like him I think that he his his his, uh, his growth is is significantly less than what they could do with him. I think that they could do I think a very interesting question is, you know, how does this guy who really believes in the law also kind of acts extrajudiciously? And uh, you know, how are you a lawyer, but also kind of going outside. I think that's kind of interesting. But I think he he works as a good a really good counterpoint to uh, to the Punisher um, in this. I, I felt that Matt's character this season was more static to kind of help build up Electra and the Punisher and Foggy and uh, I'm so mad that I'm forgetting the blonde girl's name, um, which which was fine. I thought I, I that he just didn't get the same movement that he got in the first season because he needed to be more of a foil to these characters that they've introduced.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Honestly, I'm not. I uh, I, I I feel like. We've seen we've seen a lot of them grow, a lot of the other characters grow a lot more rapidly, and it's it's very apparent when they're changing. Whereas Matt's character is really much just like you said; it's more of like a guilty conscience kind of like trying to deal with the fact that he really, like you said, he's a lawyer and he believes in the law, but he's also kind of being somewhat hypocritical. So I don't know, but yeah. No, otherwise I I really like the season, and this is a uh, probably one of the few shows on Netflix that I've seen season two, and I'm like, you know, what? this is probably on par if if not just as good as season one. so
1: Yeah, what do you think of The Punisher?
0: I, I, I love yeah. The Punisher. Um, I, I do think, like you said, his character himself is hard to fit in modern times just because uh, he's so, like, I don't know. It's like I, I, I sometimes question how he's getting away with some of the things he's doing um, just because it's just like, yeah, I mean, he's not really that... You know what I mean? He's just really just a mercenary, essentially. But
1: uh, well, he's he's a murderer. Yeah. And I, I wrote a, I wrote an article that I never. I something that I never published, which is you know, he fucking sounds a lot like George Zimmerman. <laughs> is the, the only real difference between because you know we, we live in this world of, I mean, in, in the new state we live in this world of of extrajudicial killings, of of people either vigil, either, you know, people like Zimmerman, um, or, you know, even cops, um, and the way that they just, the way that they talk sounds a lot like the Punisher and, you know, the Punisher has a huge following in the military and all this stuff. And it, it becomes kind of a, a character that I think is supposed to be more of a commentary on moral absolutism or, or so over the top, not to be taken seriously, um, like, this, this season of, of uh, Daredevil, they do a very – they try very hard to make sure he doesn't kill any black people. Like, if you, if you sit down and you, and you watch that show and you realize, like, okay, all of the gangs involved are white, like, they are, they are trying really hard to make sure he doesn't, he doesn't shoot anyone black, um, which I think is a very, like, conscious vision in the mind because of, you know, what we're seeing in the world today. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bad decision, but I think you gotta, you gotta look at that character a little bit. Um, I like the introduction of him. I don't think that he's very, the Punisher isn't an interesting character when he's getting revenge for his family. Um, because he's, at that point, he's very, uh, it's like kind of sympathetic. That's not where the character, that's not where the character is most interesting. It's, okay, this guy has been, this guy has been killing people for, 10 20 30 years he's avenged his family and and the, and the question just comes in of like okay is this is like this is just a guy who likes killing and is lucky enough to have never killed the wrong people i mean there are a lot of there are a lot of characters in uh like oh i can't remember i think there's a character named rampage which the only difference between rampage and the punisher is rampage doesn't kill criminals um so what i, I like the origin of him in this um, I, thought, I thought they did a great job doing the origin of him. I think that character gets really interesting once you get him away from his revenge storyline and you just kind of get into, like, maybe this is just a guy who, who likes killing. And I think there's an interesting, an interesting thing there to talk about. I just also think that understanding the way that we consume media – Um, and the way that people are kind of uncritical, is it great to have a character who is, you know, he's what George Zimmerman sees himself as George Zimmerman sees himself as, as killing criminals who are, who are ruining society. Um, and what a lot of these, you know, when you get the, uh, when you read the, um, you know, the, the, the testimonies of Darren Wilson, Mm -hmm. when he, when he shot Mike Brown, it's like, you know, this guy was demonic coming at me. um, and, uh, I just, I, I don't want to argue for like what people should and shouldn't do. It's just like at this point in our culture, when we're living in a world of extrajudic- extrajudicial murder, um, should we hold up an extrajudicial murderer as a hero? Um, and I think that, I think the show does a good job of, uh, of kind of balancing that. But I... I would like to see the puncher portrayed more as kind of an asshole that they can't stop. Um, and, and less of like, you know, as, as kind of what he is he's, he's a guy who likes killing. Um, and he's not that much different and, and all, maybe he, he might be worse than a lot of the villains cause the villains really have, have goals. Um, I think that my interpretation of the Punisher having read him most of my life is that this is just a guy who, who likes to kill people. And I, am interested to see that how the show is, cause I think John Bernthal does it. Um, I think they did a really good job with the character, but I, I do want them to get, I do want them to take a little bit more of a stance on him. And i want them to make him a good, uh, a good guy. Um, or even an anti-hero. I think that we got to talk about him as, as the character that he is which is really someone who's kind of mentally unhinged and and all that but that's just my my okay. interpretation of it
0: i um gotta be really tough for netflix to take a stance like he does like he like they would if uh if if if, if marvel and netflix were to go the direction you want them to with Punisher. Punisher, I just don't see it happening, but uh, it would be way more interesting. I think it'd be kind of cool. I don't like the what, like you said, what they're doing, like trying to make you make the audience sympathize with him and make them feel like almost sorry for him. Um, it it kind of felt well, like it reminded me a little bit of the Sandman from Spider-Man Three. But...
1: Right. I mean, it's it's a cool story, and you need to have the origin for him. But that's not when he. That's one of the issues I have with uh, the, that first Tom Jane Punisher movie is that when you're, the character isn't interesting when it's just, like, a normal storyline. Like, it's like, X goes to Y. There's nothing, like, there's nothing super, quote-unquote, about, Smarine has family killed and gets revenge. That's not what makes him an interesting character. And I know they have to introduce him, um, and I don't think they're manipulating the audience that way. They just have to introduce him. But I think when the character gets interesting is when you really look at him as someone who, like, doesn't have a ton of like he's not he he has avenged his family a hundred times over, and also an interesting thing about his character is that he seems to make the criminals more violent. Yeah. Um, is that we when he's introduced like we see like more vi- you know characters like Bullseye yeah. um, and who I think will be I think will be great in in Punisher or sorry in either Punisher season one or daredevil season three i think they want to do gladiator it seems like really hinting at, at gladiator but i don't think he's going to be a season-long villain no. either it's
0: tough, um, tough to extend him for the three so episodes, it just I think, but...
1: yeah um so yeah i've talked i've talked a lot so yeah give me give me your thoughts on on daredevil and, and punisher and all that. i like of that. it it's a uh, it's it's uh, a
0: <laughs> it, it's just um it's exactly what I was hoping it would be for the most part. Um, I like Punisher's character quite a bit just because it's a character that's really interesting, different, and not something you're, no, you're you're used to seeing. And with it being on Netflix and being on a show like Daredevil that can be somewhat darker than maybe some of the movies that we've seen or some of like the other avenues that we've seen Daredevil in, um, I think it works well because it lets Punisher be the character that you're hoping... get with a guy like him now i do think you're right i think they're kind of shying away from punisher a little bit maybe not letting him be that full just kind of awful human being that he is and trying to like almost it's almost like that that classic like storyline of like aliens coming to cleanse the world or whatever type of deal like you know the best way to handle an issue or to solve the problem is to take take the problem away entirely type of deal and that's what punisher is and that's always going to create controversy and storylines interesting things just in general so i think he's fun but um I think they need to let him lose here a little bit. And maybe they maybe they do that in season 1 of Punisher. Maybe they let him be that person. But uh beyond that, I um uh, I've liked everything they've added to the, the to uh the Daredevil storyline itself. Elektra, although her storyline with the Hand has been kind of somewhat lame, I do like all that the yakuza being in this is kind of cool. Um it it's just fun to like see him interact or it's just cool to see Murdoch and Froggy interact as those lawyers and coming in and trying to, like, solve the legal side of things. You get sort of, like, a Law and Order, law and order SVU type of side of stuff, but then you also get that side of, you know, Daredevil going in and kicking people's asses and, like, being that superhero. Right. It's – it's that's, yeah. like, the
1: – that's the perfect – the thing is, like, okay, this is half Law and Order, half, uh, like, a, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like half Batman, and that's what's great about it. I don't know why they do the hand yeah. stuff, though, yeah. but – uh, other than that, I, I think it's great. I think John Bernthal has a lot of untapped range. Did you ever see Fury? Yeah, like he's got like if you want to talk about like a character of like of, like flawed, violent men, like violent men trying to do their best but realizing they probably aren't. Like Fury is Fury is perfect. So I think he I think
0: he's perfect for it. I'm really excited to see where it goes. He was also in um, Wall Street, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like yeah, he was like, very so, like, I, that was though. one guy I really really liked his character, and I'm sure. They they did that on purpose, just kind of give you taste of him to make you appreciate the character more. But um, yeah, continue yeah. What, you're, what you're going with. Uh...
1: Yeah, um, I think we we only have there's not much left. Oh, there was one thing I did want to. See. I saw um that movie Clown oh. that's being done by um the guy who is going to be directing right, Spiderman, so- um, and it's it's his only I believe it's like his own it's one of or maybe his only feature that he's had. And I, I, I tracked that. Uh, it was on that. Okay. Pretty good. Um, it's, it's creepy. It's suitably messed up. It's like half the fly, half it. Um, cause it's got some of the, like the body horror. It, it's well done. I don't know. Watching it. I wouldn't have gone like, okay, let's get this director <laughs> to do, to, do, to to headline arguably Marvel's most recognized yeah, no, he character. He definitely is.
0: He's, their, he's definitely their flagship um,
1: um, But at the same time, I don't think he would have said that about the. Uh, oh, what are their names? The guys who did the Civil War and Captain America, uh, and they were in community. Um, the brothers. Uh, oh, what are their fucking names? I have no idea now. Yes. Yeah, but you know who I'm talking about. Or, um, the you wouldn't have thought those brothers would done, have, done a, have done a great job, but I think it's in, I think it's in good hands. It's definitely a, that, that clown movie is definitely worth watching. Um, like, yeah, if you, I mean, it's, it's just
0: so—it's
1: a, it's a so, It's not super scary, but it's well done, and it's got some. It's got some. Uh, it's got some cool parts to it. Um, it. It definitely combines a lot of different genres um it's it's suitably fucked up. it is not afraid to kill children, which is uh a very um you know something it's kind of a it's kind of a taboo um uh in in film to you know you know teenagers are in horror films teenagers are their game, but generally children are are safe and not so in this movie um which really kind of ups the stakes and, and and the effects are done well um i'm after watching it, I'm super excited to see what he does okay. with Spider-Man. I'm gonna
0: have to check that. Um,
1: out. But it's got some—it's got some—it's got some dark comedy to it. There, there, it's definitely got. I, I'm not—I don't think that they would put Spider-Man in, in bad hands.
0: Yeah.
1: Ultimately, I didn't like. I I didn't watch it. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be.
0: Uh, this or is gonna be too the much, There's too much writing on uh, Spider-Man being yep. good now that he's with Barbel for them to fuck it up. You know, it's gotta be a good movie. Right, right. But so
1: I, I, am, I am perfectly confident. But, yes, uh, if, if you're out there and you're listening to this and, and you like horror movies and you can stomach gore and you don't have, like, uh, whatever that, that clown-phobia is, uh, definitely watch Clown. It's, uh, it is wonderful. It, it is twisted and it is, it is creepy. And uh, the story is really cool. And it's, uh, I, I like it a lot. So if you can, if you
0: can stomach it... Um, Definitely, yeah. definitely go um, for. It. By the way, you were thinking of the Russo brothers, A. the Russo Jonah. brothers. Yeah. God damn it! So, yeah, sorry, sorry, Russo brothers. So now I guess they're doing the next event. Yeah, saw that. Movies. They're gonna be
1: yeah. doing. They're gonna be doing Infinity Gauntlet, which is great because Josh Whedon did not do a good job with Age of Ultron. He should
0: just stick to, just stick um, to his TV show. I mean, I love oh, Firefly, Firefly, and I'm
1: sure I'm sure once we eventually get once we eventually get Olivia on here to, you know, gush about Buffy, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm sure I'm sure she'll she'll defend Joss Whedon. But yeah, I'm not a uh, not a huge uh, Joss Whedon fan. Firefly, of Firefly but people that. seem to like
0: him. So, all right, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we jump off?
1: No, I uh, I had a good I had a good this time hard. this week. Um, hopefully, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the gauntlet down to Nelson if he's listening. I will buy a new DC comic if he pays me four dollars. <laughs> um, I will I will give it a, I will give it a shot if he will put his money where his mouth is. Uh, I get to choose. Uh, it's either gonna be uh, Batman. Uh, did Red Hood get a I rebirth? It
0: did. I don't think it did yet.
1: Okay, it's either be new Batman, new uh, new Red Hood, or the new uh, the new Constantine. A Constantine Ooh, okay. got a rebirth. Yeah, so um, I'm I'm sorry, uh, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out, Nelson. Um, and I will I will in turn buy him a uh, buy him a Marvel comic sure, or, or sure. whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you PayPal me. You could me me uh, some money for some rebirth comics, and I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, yeah, and then good good talking to you. Uh, I will talk to you. Sometime next week, which will be my last show with you before I head to Comic Con. Yes, which would be cool. Uh, so, we, yeah, we can. Uh, oh, well, I should say uh, before I try to go to Comic Con, I still don't have <laughs> tickets. Um, so, if anyone's listening to this and is like, got two tickets to San Diego Comic Con, yeah, let hook me know. Your, hook, your um, hook me up. Uh, I, otherwise, I'm just going to see how far um, acting like I, but, you know, because. Being in music, I was just able to kind of just you know say yeah you know act yeah. like you belong. I'm gonna see how far that can get me um, and just kind of hang out. But yeah, if, if anyone has any uh, any Comic Con hookups, I will I will gladly uh, gladly work for that. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll get talking next week, and I'll let, I'll give you a report on Nova and whether or not I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna keep
0: reading it. Um. Yeah, well, if you, yeah. if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast. Head on over to uh, iTunes, search Modern Barbershop, or my name, which is Sean Sears. Uh, you should be able to find us there on iTunes. SoundCloud link will be shared on Facebook, Twitter. Um, if you have an iPhone, look us up in the iPod app. If you don't, if you have an Android phone, use Mozilla. Use um, whatever type of podcast app there is for Androids. You should be able to find us there. Uh, next up next week.
1: And, and you should and you should hate yourself for having yeah, an Android punch phone. punch
0: yourself because just far 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 not superior so just piece of shit but anyways um no offense to android <laughs> users i'm sure your phone is fine and stuff like i'm
1: no i i mean All full right. offense uh, you're not just, just being anti-Apple doesn't make you yeah
0: fuck you you do you do piss me off quite a bit <laughs> when I am trying to do a group chat and then there's that one person with the Apple phone or the non-iPhone it's just like oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. alright great <laughs> so I guess we can I guess we'll go to group me like what what app do we have to use now so but yeah um Adam it's always been a pleasure yeah we will uh I love you I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon yeah, we gotta get a apartment. on it. Also, we need to look into uh, we need to look into seeing where the Killing Joker animated series is playing in Chicago because we gotta go see that together.
1: Oh fuck yeah! We gotta do. We absolutely there's like no way we can't do that. And we have to do. Uh, Batman versus Superman is out. We might have to do our How did this get made? Uh, Batman versus I Superman say, movie. I say
0: What we do is we get you, me, and Nelson in one place. We watch this movie and then we just record our reactions to the movie. I don't want to record the re- – I, I want to, like, sit down. I want to, like, all of us to just, like, take you notes. Know. Yes, and then put together just an absolute shit show on that show. That's great. I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on the back burner. We'll get it going. Yeah. All right, guys. We appreciate yeah, you Adam. It's always fun having you, man. We will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hi, right, man. All right, talk to take you. Take care, man.